Wow, this sounded great from the beginning. From the beginning. Oh. All right, let me know how the uh, volume levels and everything are out there. <laughs> Let me know how the volume levels and what have you out there. Buen dia in the gallery. How are you all doing? It's a beautiful day to be alive here at the Beacon Recorded Human. Yada, yada, yada. All that. All that. Come on. <laughs> we are celebrating our new fulfillment sensor is up and running and functional. And uh, we can now deliver you vinyl super fast. How about that? Hey, here's some vinyl. We think of present events as being caused by past events. And therefore, we tend to regard ourselves as the puppets of the past, as driven along by something that is always behind us. Now, to overcome this impression, it's very simple. You begin again with an experiment. Approach the world through your ears. If you shut your eyes and make contact with reality, purely with your ears, and you will realize that the sounds you are hearing are all coming out of silence. You hear, and it fades away. Fades away. Fades, 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 and finally disappears. It's a curious world, this, isn't it? Because you hear all the realities in it. sounds, suddenly coming out of nothing. You don't see any reason for them to begin. They just appear and then they echo away through the corridors of the mind, which we call memory. Now, if you open your eyes, it's a little harder to see this with your eyes because unlike sounds, the eyes sound static. Or rather, they look static. Everything looks still to your eyes. But you must understand, the world you are looking at, say when you look at a light, that light is vibrating. All material things are vibrations and they are vibrating at you now in the same way as the sound is vibrating on your ears. In other words, the present world that you see is a vibration coming just as the sound comes out of silence. The light is coming out of space. It's coming out of nothing straight at you now and echoing away into the past. So the course of time is really very much like the course of a ship in the ocean. 
ship, you see, and it leaves behind it a wake. And the wake fades out. And that tells us where the ship has been. In just the same way, as the past and our memory of the past tells us what we have done. But as we go back into the past and we go back and back to prehistory and we use all kinds of instruments and scientific methods for detecting what happened, we eventually reach a point where all record of the past fades away in just the same way as the wake of the ship. Now the important thing to remember in this illustration is that the wake doesn't drive the ship. Any more than the tail wags the dog. And welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a beautiful day to be alive, and today uh, we are celebrating something that has been a very, 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 very long time in the making uh, with a nice vinyl listening session. The nice vinyl listening session. Finally, after uh, all manner of. Uh, of <laughs> all manner. All manner of things. Uh, we have a functional. Uh, fulfillment center set up in Texas housing our vinyl which will ship vinyl to you uh, within 48 hours of it being ordered and we'll reach you within 10 business stage I believe that's what it is correct me if I'm incorrect I saw a couple of people in the chat uh, saying that they were waiting on vinyl um, so that's good. It was lots of people. Now it's a couple. So if uh, I don't know why that would be, someone needs to inform me. If UPS took your stuff to the wrong guy or something, send us send us an email, and it will get reset from the new fulfillment center. Uh, so email us inquiries at mediawave.com if uh, you have any concerns with such things. Incredible futuristic system which involves barcodes for everything. Everything now has a barcode. For a long time I was one of these people who only ever used barcodes as like an aesthetic thing. I will put a barcode on my design so it looks like a product. Rather than I will use a barcode because that way the people in the fulfillment center will be able to get the right box and take the right thing out of the right box and put it in the right package. Wow. Living in the future! How are you all doing? I scheduled this stream not thinking about anything at all. And just before we were going live, Charlotte said, oh my goodness, it's the Super Bowl. I was like, oh no, everybody might be watching some kind of weird satanic portal opening ritual. 
and they won't be able to come to the, the, the nice stream and, and hang out and listen to vinyl. And I thought, hmm, oh well, it's okay. If I had a choice between hanging out with uh, Kira the Don and the Mighty Meaning Wave community and watching a satanic portal opening ritual, I know where I'd be. Jason in the chat. Mighty Jason Eva with the spanner of glory. If you have any uh, concerns about anything, um, you can direct them to him. He might not have the answers. But he has a direct line to me. A direct line to the Don is an important thing. We got an international high five to do before we uh, get into the the delights of just listening to a, an album. Which is what we're doing this afternoon. We're going to listen to the classic album, What's Wave. What's Wave 5. Wave Life. Beautiful double vinyl thing. We're going to listen to that together. It's going to be very, very delightful. Anyway, let me know where you are. Word that describes your current predicament in this mortal realm. Oh my goodness, isn't that gorgeous? What's up, Full Killer? What up, Piperian? What up, Sugar Dude? What up, Matthew Felsey? What up, Melinda? What up, Austin? How's my mic sounding? Is everything sounding okay? The usual scramble to rearrange everything in this little studio so we could stream. And, uh, quite sure if everything's great. We've got Van Transit in Yorkshire. What's cracking you, bad man? Andrew in Florida. Farthest you never had says C C C. Yoga Max says I'm just out by the airport with a helium tank, blowing up balloons and letting them fly. Oh, this is your fault, huh? You are the one-man project Bluebeam. Chad Comstock waving from Canada. We've got Checky 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 Checky. You never had in Los Angeles. Shout out to the old country. Paris, Los Angeles. Bricks, what up? Welcome to level one. We got a new member, Bricks. That's for you, Bricks. That's the sound of you. Level one meaning wave enjoyers get to use all the emojis. They get to download all the mixes. What swagords they be. That's, that's all the meaning wave enjoyers. Any of you have seen a video of a, of a mighty looking man with a pair of axes jumping off a, a cliff? 
into a pool many like a mile below. That's Ken Storms, who like you is a meaning wave enjoyer. Average meaning wave enjoyer. That's, that's Ken Storms. Houston, Houston, escape into the desert. Oh, desert. Yeah, desert is probably smarter to escape into the desert than the desert. Cake is alive. Hey, Sheila in Nashville, excited. Austin says, Kira, music is pretty loud. Your voice is pretty quiet on my end. Oh, okay. That's a new wrinkle. Thank you for letting me know. Sky, Saskatchewan. We got a thumbs up from Edmund Thunder. Shout out to everybody. Let's do an international high five. Let's do that international high five. What you do is you high five. That's it. It's very simple. You high five the screen at the exact same moment as all your brothers and sisters and me, thus, thus harvesting that energy across space and indeed time. Are you ready? Tres, dos, uno, cinco. Man thing. What's hand? Man something. I haven't quite locked in hand. I'm aware that hand is, is female, but the word sounds like man. How about that? Whoa! We in here, we in here. Oh, boy. That felt good, huh? Let's listen to the B-side of this time 7-inch. Let's do that. to the album but uh yeah let's listen to this left-handed needle drop I'm going to dedicate this to you. Existence, the physical universe, is basically playful. There is no necessity for it whatsoever. It isn't going anywhere. That is to say, it doesn't have some destination that it ought to arrive at, but that it is best understood by analogy with music. Because music, as an art form, is essentially playful. We say you play the piano. You don't work the piano. Why? Music differs from, say, travel. When you travel, you are trying to get somewhere. One doesn't make 
the end of a composition, the point. If that were so, the best conductors would be those who played fastest. And there would be composers who wrote only finales. People go to concert just to hear one crashing chord. Because that's the end. <laughs> Existence, the physical universe, is basically plain. There is no necessity for it whatsoever. It isn't going anywhere. Existence, the physical universe, is basically playful. But it is best understood by analogy to the music. Because music, as an art form, is essentially playful. Say, when dancing, you don't aim at a particular spot in the room. That's where you should arrive. The whole point of the dancing is the dance. Now, but we don't see that as something brought by our education into our everyday conduct. We've got a system of schooling which gives a completely different impression. It's all graded. And what we do is we put the child into the corridor of this grade system with a kind of, come on, kitty, kitty, kitty. And yeah, you go to kindergarten, you know? And that's a great thing because when you finish that, you'll get into first grade. And then come on, the first grade leads to second grade and so on. And then you get out of grade school, you go to high school and it's revving up. The thing is coming. Then you've got to go to college. And by Joe, then you get into graduate school. And when you're through with graduate school, you go out to join the world. Then you get into some racket where you're selling insurance. And they've got that quota to make. And you're going to make that. And all the time, the thing is coming. It's coming. It's coming. That great thing. That great thing. The thing is coming. It's coming. It's coming. That great thing. That great thing. The success you're working for. Then when you wake up one day about 40 years old, you say, my God, I've arrived. <laughs> I'm there. And you don't feel very different from what you always felt. By expectation. Look at the people who live to retire and put those savings away. And then when they're 65, they don't have any energy left. They're more or less impotent. And uh, they go wrong in a senior citizen's community. <laughs> because we've simply cheated ourselves the whole way down the line. We thought of life by analogy with a journey, with a pilgrimage, which had a serious purpose at the end. And the thing was to get to that end. Success or whatever it is, or maybe heaven after your death. But we missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing and you were supposed to sing or to dance while the music was being played.
Well, well, well. What a delightful, what an utterly delightful record that is. That there. Hey! That there is Life is Not a Journey. Life is Not a Journey, brothers and sisters. From, uh, from the B-side of time. That's where that first appeared, and that's the only place you could hear it for, um, like, two years. It was eventually unleashed into the digital realm uh, on the Doom It's a Bloom in Nirvana. That was it, on Nirvana. Doom It's a Bloom in Nirvana. And uh, it also made a sneaky little appearance at the end of that berserk Meaning Wave mixtape. Which is one of my favorites. To be sure. To be certain. Father You Never Had says, uh, beautiful, shout out to you. Shout out to you, such a luscious plum color, such a touch. Indeed, such a luscious plum color. That And also Sonic, I don't know if you how it sounds to you, but hear that beautiful warm vinyl gloriousness beautiful warm vinyl gloriousness um, and you can now get these hit the link in the description or the link in the pin chat meaningwave.com slash collection slash vinyl you can now get these and they will be filled for you by our brand new professional fulfillment center i say brand new we actually locked them in some months ago but we've been doing vigorous testing to make sure that the system completely works that the vinyl gets to you in perfect quality. Uh, we did multiple tests on that, trying various packaging methods to make sure that was as good as it could be. That everything is barcoded properly, thus that the people who work in the fulfillment center might package everything correctly. And thus everything may be got to you expediently. Righteously, in the greatest quality possible. And just in bloody time, her, huh? just in time, long time Akira the Don uh, enjoyers will remember, of course, uh, a project I released back in 2012. 2012, called Zion 2012, the Apocalympics. It was about, um, amongst other things, but in main part, about uh, Project Blue Beam. And the whole idea of a staged alien invasion that the uh, the swine have been planning for many, many, many decades. Um, the idea was that the staged alien invasion would be used to unite everybody under one world government that would be required to unite everybody against said staged alien invasion. I do believe that was also the plot of Watchmen. Which came first? Watchmen or Project Bluebeam? The famous Project Bluebeam document that you can find if you go searching around on the internet, I believe was an early 90s thing, and I believe Watchmen was late 80s. But the information in the Bluebeam document claims to be from much earlier, and there is talk of some stuff in letters going back as far as, like, back of like 100 years or something. Anyway. As you might have noticed, all of a sudden, uh, that who's that guy from Canada, the blackface guy? Che Guevara's kid, or whatever it is. <laughs> Fidel Castro's blackface comedy son. Now, like, we shot down a UFO! 
It's like, ah, yes, you're saying this, so I don't believe you because you, you, your, your mouth is a temple of lies. What are you up to, weirdo? Anyway, they're up to something again. They're always up to something. When they're up to something, that's when you know you need your Meaning Wave vinyl. You don't know what weird shit they're going to do. You don't know if they're going to switch off the power lines and blame it on um, Alf. You don't know if they're going to switch off the internet. Blame that thing that Alistair Crowley drew a picture of a hundred years ago. But you do know if you've got your Meaning Wave vinyl, you are safe and secure. And you could always, like, get a, uh, you know, if things went really, really, really to shit, you could always make your own record player out of a cup and a plate and a compass. You know what I mean? You could do that, and then you would have your Meaning Wave vinyl, and you'd be fine. No matter what weird shit the weirdos were up to, you would be secure. You'd have your Meaning Wave vinyl, and everything would be okay. So my advice to you on this fine day here at the peak of recorded human civilization is to head on over to meaningwave.com slash collection slash vinyl and get yourself some vinyl. And you'll be safe and secure no matter what uh, Blackface, uh, Fidel Castro's son, and that, that, all those other weirdos are up to. Some things are in our control and others not, brothers and sisters. You cannot necessarily control Blackface, Fidel Castro's kid, but you can control how much Meaning Wave vinyl you own. Chad Comstock says, I've been following Akira the Don for four years now. Maz has changed my life for the better. Life is going so great because of the wave. Thank you so much. Shout out to you, you bad motherfucker. Isn't that nice? Glad you're here, Chad. Chad by name, Chad by nature. Meaning wave enjoyers of the world unite and take over. Everything's a scam, says Shek. Everything's a scam. Jazz, as everyone, I hope you're all wonderful. We are going to listen to a vinyl. And we're going to do that with uh, this marvel, this mag, magical, mag- magnificent, this magnificent magical device here, which is called a turntable. If you've never seen one of these before, which is quite possible. Um, they've been around for a little while, you know, in, in, in the human story, maybe a hundred years or so. Maybe a hundred years or so. I should look this up. Let's have a look. Who invented the turntable? Phonogram. This is where one of those ideologically possessed AI bots would be useful. I could just ask him rather than typing things. Anyway. I'm pretty sure they've been around for at least 100 years. But you know, if you were someone who uh, is quite old, and you spent most of your life asleep, you could have missed it. That's how relatively recent they are. Mm. 
a seven inch. Seven inches are smaller, contain less data. This one has got two songs on it, it's seven inch. Look at it, it's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Second inch, second inch, seven inch. Oh my goodness, I didn't show you the back. The back, can you see that? It's a very beautiful back. Designed by Captain Jack. Mighty. We are gathered here today, brothers and sisters, to listen to this one, this one, this right here, the first uh, Meaning Wave vinyl album, pressed, produced. This is Cure the Dine and Alan Watts' What's Wave 5, The Web of Life. It is really a very, very beautiful package, a very, very beautiful package. Let's see if I put it on. Oops. Ooh. There you go. Look at that. Look at that beautiful thing. And um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, just imagine something really beautiful. You know, that's what I would do. What's the first track on this album? Who knows? Does anyone know the track list of this album? Uh, track one is Ordinary Everyday Consciousness. Of course it is. So that would be side A. So I've got to make sure I have the right side. This is two, two discs, two vinyl discs. This one and uh, Warp and Woof. It's A V and. Uh, it's quite a long album, you know. And if you want your vinyl to sound amazing, you don't want to put too many songs on one piece. Otherwise, uh, you reduce some quality, particularly in the low end. People, they write to me and say, Kira Don, these vinyls sound amazing. They say, Kira Don, I got my vinyl. It sounds amazing. Why does it sound so amazing? Well, one, it's very high-quality press on a very high-quality uh, vinyl. Um, but also, like I said, because it's on double vinyl, uh, Usually we like three or four tracks aside. That means there's a lot more uh, detail, uh, a lot more room for data in the bottom end. So you get that warmth, you know. You get that, you get that lovely warmth. And um, oh, I forgot which camera I had on. Look, it's got this uh, lyric book here with uh, lyrics. Very beautiful. So you can read the lyrics, you know, you can sit there and just read the lyrics, um, which is a nice way to be. If you look on the inside, we have some uh, beautiful detailing, things of that nature. It's a very, oof, it's a very beautiful thing. There's the back, lovely back there, lovely back. Yes, it's got logos. Uh, this is the second pressing, second pressing, isn't that amazing? So. So yeah, I would say we should listen. How about that? How about we, we give it a listen? I think we can. I think we should. I think we must and we shall. Brothers and sisters, make some noise. We are now going to listen to Here with the Don and Alan Watts. Watts with five. Thirty-three RPM, of course. Oui. Akira. He's got clout. 
There is a huge range of vibrations to which we have built instruments that are sensitive. Things like cosmic rays, ultraviolet rays, gamma rays, hard X-rays, and so on. They're all outside the band of our spectrum. And obviously, there are things that are outside the range of our instruments. We may build new instruments someday, which will evoke, bring into our consciousness other orders of vibration altogether. But yet, as yet, we don't know about them. So you could imagine, you see, the universe is a vast, vast system of vibrations. And has infinite possibilities. The ordinary, everyday consciousness that we have Sunspot activity. continuity. 
the kind of continuity of the thread as they go to the back of the woven material and make up the obverse of the pattern that's on the front. Now, the question that is absolutely basic for all human beings is, what have you left out? What have you left out? everyday reality. Look, you single out people and you see them sitting, sitting, sitting all around. Sitting, sitting, sitting all around. And you know there are things that are really there. And then behind the people are the houses or whatever we live in, the earth, and behind all that the sky and so on. the world as a collection of rather disjointed events and things. And I might say to you as you came in here today, now, my goodness, you all forgot something. What did you forget? And you think, my goodness, did I put my pants on? Did I wear a sweater? Did I put my glasses and my hair on or my wig or whatever. No, no, it's none of that. But something you forgot. See, everybody's forgotten something. You left it out. Just missed it. See, see. And so I can bring this out, what you've forgotten, if I ask you, who are you? Well, you say I'm Paul Jones or whatever your name happens to be. I say, oh, no, no don't give me that stuff. Who are you really? Who are you? Tradition or Brahman 
<laughs> you know, you, 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 you can commit partial suicide. <laughs>
in a certain way, a way that ignores or screens out the facts.
Shouts out, Mike Betters, appreciate you. Says, love these albums.
about the web is that there are different levels of magnification. For example, supposing you take a piece of embroidery and here it is, obviously in front of you, an ordered and beautiful object. Then you take out a microscope and you look at the individual threads. At a certain point as you turn up the microscope, you'll get a hopeless tangle doesn't make any sense at all. The wrapped fiber that constitutes the thread is a mess. Hasn't been organized, nobody did anything about it. But at the level of magnification at which you actually see it with the naked eye, it's all been organized. It's all been organized. It's all been organized. It's all been organized. All right, now keep turning up that microscope. Take one of those individual threads in the fiber that seems to be so chaotic. 
go into the constitution of that. And again, you will find fantastic order. You will find the most gorgeous designs of molecules. Then keep turning it up. And again, at a certain level, you'll find chaos again. All right, keep going. And at another level, you will find this marvelous order. Now you see, order and randomness constitute, in other words, the warp and the woof. Where everything is in order, everything's under control. In randomness, it's all, it's all been organized. It's a mess. 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 But we wouldn't know what order was unless we had messes. It's the contrast of order and message that order itself depends upon. And so in exactly the same way, it is the contrast of on and off, there and not there. In other words, life and death, being and non-being, that constitutes existence. Only we pretend that the random side of things, the disorderly side of things, could possibly win in the game of competition or I would rather call it collaboration between the two. When you lose sight of the fact that the order principle and the random principle go together, that's exactly the same predicament as losing sight of the fact that all individually delineated things and beings are connected underneath. You know, just like mountains stick out of the earth and there's the fundamental earth underneath them. So all of us as different things, we stick out of reality and there's a continuity underneath, but you ignore that, you see? That's the thing that's left out. It's all been organized. It's a mess. 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 See, I'm just giving you many examples of the same principle. Way, and again that way, and again another way, doing it this way. 
So we'll call these two things, the sound and the silence, the life and the death, somewhat analogous in weaving. Should it hang together? How improbable.
process where one thread goes under the other, omits the next, goes under the other. And then the next thing does the same thing but in the opposite way. Connect that. But that, which may seem a little trite, a little sort of moralistic and so on, but it is absolutely fundamental that anything that there is, whenever we can say that something exists, existence is a function of relationship. See that worst way vinyl that was side B. How are you enjoying the uh, how are you enjoying the session so far? A or B, what's your favorite side out of A and B? We might have to have a, a vote for all of them via poll. I feel like polls are becoming more um, more popular these days. People seem to like polls. You know, for whatever reason. Um, anyway, that was side A and side B, brothers and sisters. Make some noise for yourself. We're going into side C. C is a good side. C is a good side. Uh, Shouts out everybody locked in live. Make some noise for yourselves, you beautiful, beautiful things. And shout out to everyone who's buying that vinyl. Shout out to everyone who's on MeaningWave.com. Buying vinyl right now. You are smart and wise. Hit the link in the description. Or go on over to MeaningWave.com and secure your vinyl whilst you may. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? Side C. Let's get it. Shouts out to a father you never had says meaning wave changes lives. That's true. Motion itself is a function of relation. For example, if there is only one object, one small ball in the middle of endless space, nobody knows whether it's moving. Because you can't tell whether it's approaching anything or whether it's going away from it. Because there's nothing else. So, in that state of affairs, no motion exists. But if we introduce a second ball into the picture, and the two either come towards each other or go away from each other, then we can say that both of them, or either of them, is in motion. We can't decide which is the one that's doing the moving. Could be one, could be the other. Now we'll put three balls into space. And we find two of them staying together and the other one going away. Now it's up to the two of them to decide whether the other one is going away from them or they are going away from the other because
because two is a majority. And the vote always, of course, goes to the majority. The universe being basically a democratic organization. It makes the air vibrate. 
into the unitive world underneath, underlying and supporting the everyday practical world. There have to be certain alterations in one's common sense. Now there are certain ideas and beyond these ideas certain feelings that are difficult to get across not because they're intellectually complicated not at all because of that but because they're unfamiliar they're strange we haven't been brought up to accommodate in exactly the same way that in past times people knew that the planets were supported in the sky because they were embedded in spheres of crystal. And if they weren't embedded in spheres of crystal, and of course you could see them because you could see through them, they would fall down on the Earth. And now when astronomers finally suggested that there were no crystal spheres, people felt unbelievably insecure. See? They had a terrible time assimilating this idea. Now, do you see what it involves to assimilate a really new idea? You have to do quite a flip. For example, there's some people whose number systems only account for any concept of four corners to a table. See, a table has many corners. And a uh, pile of pebbles is, in that sense, equivalent in manyness to the four corners of a table. Now, they have difficulty, you see, in beginning to assimilate the idea of counting through and numbering all those corners or all those pebbles. But we've done that. That is perfectly simple. But imagine the kind of mentality, the kind of person to whom that is not simple at all. And now in exactly the same way, there is here what I'm trying to explain. A new idea that most people don't assimilate. And that is the idea of total interdependence of everything in the world. Imagine a multidimensional spider web covered in dew in the morning. 
every single drop of dew on this web contains in it the reflections of all the other drops of dew. And of course, in turn, in every drop of dew that one drop reflects, there is the reflection of all the others again. And they use this image to represent the interdependence of everything in the world. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. She don't want it. <laughs> In other words, if we give this dewdrop image, if we put it into a linguistic analogy, we would say this, words have meaning only in context. The meaning of any word depends upon the sentence drawn upon the paragraph in which it's found. So that if I say this tree has no bark, that's one thing. And if I say this dog has no bark, That's another thing. So you see always that the meaning of the word is, is in relation to the context. Now in exactly the same way, the meaning as well as the existence of an individual person, an organism, is in relation to the context. You are what you are. Sitting here at this moment, in your particular kind of clothes and with the particular colors of your faces and your particular personalities, your family involvements, your business involvements, your neuroses and your everything. You are that precisely in relation to an extremely complex environment. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. Basically, it is important, only you say, I don't have to think about it, because it's there all the time. See, for example, the floor is underneath you all the time. Some sort of floor, some sort of earth. And you, do, you really don't have to think about it. It's just always there, it's always around. If, if you're, you become insensitive, you stop thinking about it. But there it is. And so in the same way, our subtle interdependence with, mind you, it's not just our plain existence, it's the kind of existence we have is dependent upon all these things. Also our plain existence, but that gets way down. The fundamental thing is existence is relationship. 
right there of the web of life what's wave Kira the Don Allen what's LP going in on D D D baby D Less of D we're gonna get that D shoot only four tracks only four tracks inside D four tracks left baby how you all doing out there make some noise What would the lineup with polling the chat, or asking the chat, what would the lineup of your um, ultimate meaning wave Super Bowl halftime show be? If, uh, if you could uh, conjure such a thing into existence, which you probably can. You are, after all, more powerful than you think. Sagittarius says D for based. Is that how it works? <laughs> Take the contrast between the words we use explicit and implicit. The very valuable words. What is explicit? What's on the outside? Let's say how we come on publicly. Explicitly. We are thus and so. We have a fight. We're in competition, say, in business, explicitly. But implicitly, we've worked this out. We've agreed in a secret way that nobody knows about. That this 
competition is extremely valuable to both of us. Take it politically, for example. Let's take the situation of Russia versus the United States. Explicitly, in public, this has to be a big fight. These two ways of life, these two ideologies are opposed. They say, no, we're... But behind the scenes, it's all been carefully worked out. You bet it has. That this opposition has to happen. Because our economy depends on it. And their economy depends on it. And everybody knows this who's smart. But there are a lot of people who get taken in by the propaganda and they should be taken in because that makes the thing work it's crazy but that's the way it goes it's crazy but that's the way it goes it's crazy but that's the way it goes That's the way it goes. And everything works this way. When swans start to mate, they're not sure what they're supposed to do. And they, they begin to fight. I had a long talk about this with C.G. Jung. He lived on the edge of Lake Zurich. And he had a little summer house right on the water's edge. And there were many swans there. getting up after at the end of a conversation with him. We were beginning to walk back to the main house and I said, isn't it true that swans are monogamous? And he said, yes, uh, they are. He said, do you know I have had most interesting relationships between these swans and many of my female patients who thought they were homosexual. And Jung wasn't a... Uh, sexual snob. I mean, he, he understood all the legitimacy of all kinds of sexual variation. But he said it has been a point of departure for our discussions. And he said it's a very funny thing that when they begin to mate, they start fighting. And they don't know what it's all about, then suddenly the fight turns into lovemaking. Creates fabric, it creates clothing, it creates shelter. 
creates what we call matter. Matter, mata, mother, and also the same word maya, illusion. <laughs> See, the world as a marvelous illusion.
equally needs to study is not simply what is anything when very, very minutely analyzed, but where is it? Shells. 
atmosphere and so on. The environment's only like that when we think about it analytically and try to explain it. But when we think of it isn't just rock and air, see, but those things go together. When you see the interconnectedness, when you see in the simplest way how flowers go with bees and other insects, they don't live without them. Humans go with cattle, they don't exist without them. Plants, etc., etc., etc. When you see the interference, the significance of the relationships between these, it's only then that you are aware of the melody. The outside thing that you see and the inside thing that you are are poles of the same magnet, or back and front of the same coin. Without one, there isn't the other. The person who can't hear melody is tone deaf. He hears only a succession of sounds, but he's not aware of the intervals. Now, most people are brought up to be tone deaf in respect to their own existence and, and the rest of the universe. They don't see the relation. They're not aware of the I don't know what it is. If that was nice, I don't know what it is. If this is nice, I don't know what it is. Oh boy! Make some noise, brothers and sisters. How was that for you? We just listened to the web of life. We just listened to the web of life on vinyl, on stream. How joyful! How joyful! How joyful! Ooh. What an, uh, 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 that last track, by the way, that's one of them. That's one of them slept on meaning wave classics. That's one of them slept on meaning wave classic shouts out to everyone in the chat who was expressing expressing that. You know, this uh This is a saucy joint right here. What a wonderful album, says Fulkiller. Austin Zombrano says Illuminative. Best way to spend Sunday says Micey Skura Bipolar. What's up my guy? Shouts out to Jason Eva fixing things. Someone was having an issue with a, a download bundle, which was trying to charge them shipping. That's no good. Jason went in there and fixed that thing with a quickness. Hit up Jason with your concerns and problems. If you're alive and you've got some problems, Jason is your guy. Cosmic Kangaroo says that's my most replayed album. Wow. 
was asking people in uh, what their favorite side was. What's the best side was a poll? A, B, C, D. Shecky says, I like A, B, C, D best to cure the dawn. There you go. I mean, that's, that's really the right answer. We should have offered that as an answer. A is doing pretty well with 46%, but that's probably just because people want to say A, B, C, D. Jason says, shouts out to Akira the Chief for the delightful bundle. That's nice of you. And then he retracted his message. Why would you retract that message? We got mad delightful bundles. M Zinzi says it worked. No download shipping costs now. Order complete. Thanks, good stuff. Shouts out to you, M Zinzi. Thank you for your Thank you for your custom. Shouts out to everyone ordering the vinyl during this stream. Vinyl is back in the store after months and months and months of, of great effort, most of which was on the part of my beautiful wife. We have a fully functional, professional vinyl fulfillment operation. We have a, we have a vinyl fulfillment warehouse in Texas with a full-time professional staff. Everything is barcoded, everything is boxed correctly. We have the perfect packaging, we've tested the packaging, we've tested the shipping, we've done all the stuff. If you head on over to MeaningWave.com and order some vinyl, you will get that. That will be shipped within 48 hours of your order. From the Fulfillment Center in Texas. Shipping times vary from 2 to 10 days depending on your location. You can also use, uh, what's it called, shop pay to split your purchase over four months, if you wish. So that's nice, go on over to MeaningWave.com, get you some vinyl. Secure the future of MeaningWave, secure your children. Secure your children's MeaningWave. Own MeaningWave on vinyl. If you don't have uh, vinyl capabilities or even like vinyl, you should also, you should thus forth download Meaning Wave. Download Meaning Wave, where they that Meaning Wave. Download the Meaning Wave. Get yourself some bundles, burn that stuff on some hard drives, burn it onto some CDs, burn it on some mini discs, record it onto some cassettes. Make sure you are not at the mercy of, uh, you know, people who don't care you think the second spotify runs out of its cash it's it's, it's gonna keep lurching no it's really crazy when you think about what exists now that did not exist like say 10 years ago 15 years ago and then what existed 10 15 years ago that does not exist now what services what things did we take for granted that no longer exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Web of life. That was nice, huh? Um, who enjoys the vinyl listening session experience? Who would like another vinyl listening ex- listening session? We have other vinyl. Uh, this is the thing we could do. Let me know. Let me know. You know? Yeah. 
What's that thing called? Um, what is it called? What do I call my instrumental What's Wave albums? Thinking. Stop thinking. That's it. Stop thinking. Yeah. That's a great album. I haven't listened to that since... Um, gosh, when do I... I don't think I've listened to that album since the vinyl first came in. And we listened to that together. Because, uh, yeah... I'm usually so busy making new music, I'm not listening to the old music. So I'm making the new music. It's the same with music in general. I'm always so busy, the time I have to listen to music while I'm not making music, I'll be listening to new music. Very rarely listening to old music. And uh, this is actually great in the context of using music for time travel, as I've spoke about previously. If you listen to something and you find something you love and you listen to it a whole bunch and then move on to something else, if you ever wish to go back to the time when you had that wonderful listening experience, you can just put the music on and you'll be transported emotionally and spiritually and uh, partially physically back to that place you were in. This works best when you have these intense bursts of love for some new kind of music and then you don't like over over overplay it will still work you'll still be able to find your way back to the beginning but it works really well if you like keep finding new stuff and like really intensely enjoying it Luckily, uh, if you enjoy Meaning Wave, there's always new Meaning Wave coming. Quackaroonie says Sunday is perfect for vinyl listening sessions. Austin says that conch is beautiful. Shout out to that conch. We need Meaning Wave conches. We should be selling conches. Is it conches? Conch high? Shout out to Jonas, who's been in the chat. Jonas, I believe, is in Norway and was upset because he's in Norway and shipping was going to cost more than the record itself to get it shipped all the way from Texas to Norway. Certain international shipping things are pretty expensive these days, as you might know. However, Jonas has said, I have decided to make the shipping worth it by adding another vinyl and a shirt to the order. Looking forward to it. That right there, that right there is what you would call galaxy brain activities, right? That's galaxy brain right there. Just buy more stuff and offset the shipping cost. Suddenly the shipping will be less. Shipping isn't going to keep going up like that. So just get more stuff. Galaxy brains. Shout out to all the galaxy brains out there. Jason says, looking for instrumental versions of Akira the Don's music. We set instrumental videos live every day here. Hey, he's true. He's right. You do. You do. We do on the, uh, the Meaning Wave uh, instrumentals channel. That's a very good point. Mighty Jason Eva. Shouts out to beautiful wifey in the audience. Says amazing Jonas. Thank you for your support. Beautiful wifey was up till midnight last night sorting out all the back end shipping y things for this. And has literally spent months and months and months and months and months sorting out this uh, fulfillment situation. A warehouse. All that. So make some noise for beautiful wifey Charlotte. Without whom, this would not be possible. You dig? This is a banger right here. 
I will. I might have to remix this on the uh, on the inevitable meaning rave. The remixes album. But Canal Crew says listening to Meaning Wave is the way to be fully conscious. 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 Oh, that's good. That's great. You are, you are, um, yes, that, that you do well. You get a noise. What noise do you get? Perfect. There you go. You get the perfect sound. Uh, shout out to uh, everyone supporting the wave. You are beautiful and uh, you're great. Thank you, Melinda, for the uh, 9.99 super chat. Well, that was going down. Appreciate you. Perfect. Thank you to everyone for being here. It's been a delightful afternoon. Hanging out with, with Sean. I'm a bit discon- we're all a bit confused because yeah Mamadon was up so late last night working on this stuff and we have Don family movie night on Saturdays Hercules our little boy he loves it very much you know so he's very insistent on not missing out on Don family movie night last night so we ended up beginning Don family movie night last night after midnight we put on our movie at like half 12 I believe and thus we're up till 3 watching our movie our movie was Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban We've been watching the Harry Potter movies, which was Mama Don's idea. She wanted to watch them at Christmas, I think, and we didn't get around to it. So we're just watching them now. And Hercules, who was initially not into the idea, loves them. He loves them. Of course he does. He's a 10-year-old boy. How how could that not spark your imagination? Anyway, if if God wills, we might watch another one tonight. Perfect. That'd be nice. Uh, Herc wants to get the gam, the game, the gam, the game. Herc wants to get that game. I know, yeah. Anyone play that game? Is it good? How is the wizard game? The con- it's not controversial. It's always a great wizard game. How is the wizard game that people say is good? Perfect. I'm kind of like not sure about like getting uh, one of these AAA games that's just come out. I often find that these AAA games these days when they come out, they're not finished. And um, then you have to download loads of stuff. And if you just like leave it a year, you can just get the full thing with everything in it. And it works better, right? That's usually the way these days. Plus, plus I got that boy for Christmas. I got him a modded Xbox 360 with over a hundred of the best games of all time on it. Did you know that? I got that for the boy for Christmas. Perfect. I did. Right, so he's got like, think of an amazing game from the Xbox and Xbox 360 era. He has it. So it seems kind of silly to be like buying new things when there's all those things to play if one is going to be playing a game by Joe. I mean, we've got Bully. What is Hogwarts Legacy if not just like Bully with spells? I've not seen anyone mentioning that, by the way. Maybe I'm remiss. But I watched a bit of footage of the people playing Hogwarts Legacy and it looked like Bully. If you never heard of Bully, Bully was basically like, it was made by Rockstar and it was like Grand Theft Auto in a school for kids type thing. Like a kid in the school running around, you've got a skateboard and stuff. Ooh. Ooh. 
Four Killers says, I've never seen them myself, but good for her. <laughs> They're pretty good. It's funny because I think I read, I read the books for the most part when I was young. There was a period when those Harry Potter books were coming out and uh, I was living in London. And you'd know when a new one had dropped because everyone on the tube was no longer reading a newspaper. Everyone on the tube was reading a Harry Potter book. The tube is the, uh, the underground Slater Metro in London. Literally, I remember there was a period where you get on the tube and every motherfucker on there was reading a Harry Potter book. And what they was doing was like... <laughs> I remembered this last night. They put out different versions of the books. So you've got, you know, their children's books, so they've got children's book covers. And they realized lots of adults quite like them. So they started putting out versions of the books with, like, adult covers that were just more of a big font and a more simple illustration rather than the traditional children's version. So, like, most people on the tube, because they was grown-ups, would be reading, like, the adult cover version. It seems fucking mental to me. It's like, I can see you reading fucking Harry Potter. Just because it's got, like, a more elegant font, it's still, you're still fucking reading Harry Potter. I'm casting no aspersions. I think you're better off reading Harry Potter than, uh... Daily Mail or the Telegraph or the Metro or whatever it was. You'll probably find more truth about the nature of reality in Harry Potter than you will in the newspaper. Anyway, I read those books. I didn't watch the movies initially. So I'm watching these movies and I'm like, yo, that happened quickly. And what the fuck? What happened to this bit? And then I was like, ah, yes, my memories of the books, not of the movies. It was kind of a confusing experience. I think they've done a pretty good job with these movies. But there was a funny bit in Free. I've, I don't know if anyone remembers this because, you know, there's all, all these uh, people are upset with JK Rowling because she thinks that ladies are ladies or some, some crazy shit. There's a bit in the third Harry Potter movie where the kids are confronted with a bit with a monster. It's called like a Bogart. A Bogart. And uh, the nature of this beast is it assumes the form of that which you fear. And the teachers are teaching the children, this is a brilliant lesson, they're teaching them, well, when you're presented with the monster taking the form of that which you fear, uh, use the ridiculoso charm and just imagine this thing as something ridiculous, you know? So one of the kids is scared of Professor Snape, who's a, who's a professor who's kind of scary, you know? He's like a sort of like scary looking guy with like long dark hair and a kind of mean personage, you know? So to think of him ridiculous, he imagines him dressed as a lady. And everybody laughs and that defeats him and he's no longer he's no longer scary because he's just like a guy dressed as a lady and that's not scary at all <laughs> that's just ridiculous 2005 fast forward 2023 what a time to be alive <laughs> anyway shout out to you all Shout out to the good Dr. Watts for providing us with the vocals and the uh, spiritual and uh, soulful foundation of that great record we just listened to. What what a time to be alive to get to not only, uh, you know, create and enjoy such wonderful things, but also to share them as an experience together, you know. If that isn't nice, I don't know what is. If that isn't nice, I don't know what is. 
And with that being said, we're going to get out of here. Amazing halftime performance under the stars. Thank you, Akira. Appreciate you, Austin. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Get on over to MeaningWave.com and get your MeaningWave vinyl whilst you can. Shipping now from our professional fulfillment center in, in uh, Texas. Beautiful Texas. We used to live stream from Texas because we lived there. Did you know that? We'll be back with another stream to be notified of uh, live streams. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us, uh, join the Discord. We will announce in there. We always announce in there. And we always announce in the Telegram as well. And I always post something on my Instagram story. So make sure you're engaged with the Meaning Wave Chief, Mr. Akira the Don, that is I, on one of these places to be assured of an awareness of these sorts of happenings. Thank you for being here. We look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. God night and God bless, brothers and sisters. Hey, um, anyway, play us out. I'll play us out. How about that? I'll play us out. Get something appropriate. Something appropriate for the. There you go. This one I'll dedicate to you. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. Stop, Music, stop. please. Please, please. <laughs> I've ever given uh, has included my tribute to my uncle Alex, my brother kid brother, who was a graduate of Harvard and a wise man, a distant insurance salesman in Indianapolis. He was childless. But what Uncle Alex found objectionable about so many human beings is that they so seldom noticed it when they were happy. We would be sitting under an apple tree, for instance, on a July afternoon, drinking lemonade and, you know, talking about this and that, and it's practically buzzing on honeybees. And Uncle Alex would stop everything and say, everything and say, wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. If this isn't nice, I don't know what is. again and again and it was very good advice and I've taken it up and I hope that you will take up this habit too of noticing when things are really awfully nice and say if this isn't nice I don't know what it is and say if this isn't nice I don't know what it is 
what is. Adios, you beautiful things. God bless.